What's up, everybody? Fuck yeah. Welcome back. Another, another damn episode, and I'm super excited because I fucking love doing these. I love these because they're fast. They give you what I'm thinking uh, about that topic that we're trying to cover and, and get through, and hopefully it helps a little bit and provides a little bit of insight as to what I'm trying to do. So welcome back to another episode of Rogue Methods podcast with your host, Raul Martinez. If you're not following me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram and follow the company page. Uh, my Instagram is Raul.Martinez.Junior and the company page is Rogue.Methods. And uh, we appreciate the support. It's just huge to have everyone participating and commenting and sharing these things. Look, the biggest way for other people to want to do something, and a lot of it is is this, right? People have this genuine internal personal interest to go do cool shit or listen to material that helps them get better or uh, it confirms how they feel about some things, right? Whatever it might be. It's one thing to look at what the company is posting. So our marketing and the marketing that I'm doing for, for Rogue Methods, it's, it's one thing. It's another thing completely when people hear it from other people. That just makes it that 5% over that they were looking for to commit to making the decision, to commit to going somewhere and doing some training and really be there for the event. So uh, on the website, if you guys have made a purchase or an order, you should have gotten an email. It's, it's in the beta testing phase through Squarespace. If you've done an order for our company, either t-shirts or, or services like training, they should have sent something in like like 10 days later to ask you to do a review. So if you guys could definitely get out there, put a review on to the Squarespace, it'll help other customers show up and, you know, just, it helps them make the final decision by hearing other people. It's so important. Um, other people's opinion are more important than what a company's opinion of themselves are, that we hold our company in high regards. I hold the public's opinion of our company even higher because you guys are the ones taking the training there. You're there with me. You're confirming that the program makes sense and that it's good for you. So any help with that would be super useful. And yeah, uh, thank you if you get a chance to do that. Now, the episode today is going to be on coaching, mentoring, and helping people get better. What it is, my philosophies on that or my ideas on that, shared philosophies, right? So nothing is independent to an individual. We all have influences across the board, you know, be it the holy book, be it historical texts, be it uh, other philosophers across the time and space and all that good stuff to how we personally feel about things, how our parents were. We have all these influences that guide us to make decisions. And in those decisions is how we feel about ourselves, right? Sometimes we make a decision we're like, man, that sucked. Or we're like, man, that was awesome. Basically, like how I felt getting on to do this episode. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to record this one. And it's going to be just as good as the last, if not better, because every time we do something, we aim to make it better. So those types of mentalities, the idea that if I do something good one day, I should strive to make it just a little bit better the next day, but never going backwards, right? Never going back into the negative. Like, let's try and stay ahead of everything. If we can stay ahead of things, we can control things better. <clears throat> and I don't mean them in, a, in, in, in like a, I need to control shit kind of way. Just using the word as a, as a better way to understand what I'm saying as far as keep going, keep doing cool shit, stay on track. I know it's hard sometimes. And most people have a tendency to, get all in on something 
And then after like three months of being all in, you're like, God, this is burning me out. So be flexible with yourself. Have this. um, And I say be flexible with yourself because if you are a mentor or a coach or something that has to do with helping others, (coughs) excuse me, it's important that you take care of yourself as well. So don't burn out. Don't get crazy on things. Do things in moderation, but stay moving forward. Now, for me, coaching is really important. It's the ability to convey a message to somebody else in a way that they can use it for themselves. It's not just, hey, I'm going to teach you this thing, and then you're going to have to come back to me later on and refine and refine and refine. Uh, Some stuff is that way. It just has to be because it takes actual physical practice to be able to do it. So uh, like all the close contact gunfighting stuff, like one time is just going to expose you to it. Two times you're going to be like, okay, three, you're going to start to understand Four, it's all going to start to come together. And then eventually it's all part of what you're doing. So <clears throat> things do take time and that's just the way it is, uh, especially for new physical skills. Now, as far as mentality goes, as far as you coaching other people verbally or <clears throat> mentoring them in some way, that stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know where this fucking cough came from. Jesus. Um, that stuff is, is this, look, the idea of coaching, if you do it for your, if you do it truly for the real reasons, the good reasons, you will make people better. And I said this in a, in a public speaking event that I did. If your intention is to make people better, you will make them better. But if you can make them better so that they're better than you, that's the goal because Mentoring and coaching and leadership is about building the next generation, the next wave of people, or giving them something that's going to help them on their path to become the next generation, right? A lot of people want to be this. A lot of people want to mentor. A lot of people want to coach. They don't know how. They don't have good examples of it. There are no bad examples of leadership. This is a really good thing I read the other day. There's no such thing as a bad example of leadership. You're either a good leader or you're not. You're a manager or you're in charge of people, but it's not who you are meant to be, right? I'm not saying that leaders are born, though there are some traits that people exhibit early on in life. Um, and maybe it's just who they were raised around and how they were raised to do things. Like the self-sufficiency aspect of it, <coughs> I think that plays a big role into good quality leaders in the future. So like our kids, they have to wash their dishes. They have to you know, say please and thank you. They have to be accountable for the things that they do. All these things in a fun, realistic way, right? Not this totalitarian, regimented, evil, kids are unhappy way. But you do it so that it's a game. But you also set the example. Everywhere I go, I say, sir, ma'am, please and thank you. And so they see it. And they're like, ah, oh, well, I love my dad. And my dad's the person I look up to. I should do it too. And that's the goal, right? Is, is how we pass things on. Sometimes we pass things on not even trying to, just by our examples of how we do things. <clears throat> so it's important that we're, we're also living what we're doing we're doing what we're supposed to be doing as individuals to help that next wave. So in in the idea that we're going to make other people better so that they can surpass us, it, it shouldn't be this like, oh, I don't want them to surpass me or I don't want them to be better than me. That, that's, not, that's not really the message. The message is make them as good as you so that you have equal allies. You have peers that are equal to you. <clears throat> I would rather have 10 dudes equal to me than... A hundred people that are below subpar 
that I can just manage and, and, and just be like, ah, go do this, go do that. That shit's lazy leadership. And, and I don't even know if there is lazy leadership. I, I'm thinking there's just good leadership and then there's management. And even high level management can sometimes be kind of kind of awesome. But poor management is one of those things where I don't even allow anything poor to sit next to the word leadership or bad next to the word leadership. So it's, it's either you're a good leader, you're a leader, or you're just a fucking manager doing shit on the low end of if you can't keep your people engaged, making them better. You just have them around because you just want to have them around. That's kind of shitty. Uh, and I see that a lot. A lot of structures are built that way, especially when somebody's a high profile individual. Then all their people are just underlings and they don't get any love. They don't get any respect. They don't get any mentoring. They don't get any one on one time. They don't get any advice. Right. So, again, if you're in this role, whether it's just your kids, <clears throat> your friends, your family, if you're training, if you're teaching, if you're coaching, you have to give people more than you think. You have to tell them the truth about things. You have to tell them the truth about how long things are going to take. Nothing is fucking fast. Nothing just happens overnight. There's no overnight success stories. Yeah, it's one in a fucking billion, sure, right? But most of these people are doing things that led up to that moment where they can capitalize on the good timing, right? So a lot of it has to do with luck and timing. That's a huge, those are two huge factors, luck and timing, okay? And then your ability to take a chance to risk it all and fucking go for it. <coughs> Therein lies, <coughs> excuse me, all the lessons that you are going to, <laughs> I'm going to apologize now because not only am I recording on earbuds while I'm driving, so there's ambient noise, but I'm coughing, but there's no way I could sit in a studio and do a 15 minute podcast with setups and breakdowns just yet. So I'm giving you what I got right now. Bear with me. Uh, <laughs> and thank you for your patience as far as dealing with the ambient noise. And for some reason, this fucking cough came on. I think it's because I'm speaking louder than I have been uh, in the last day or two. So good on my throat because now it's getting reworked. And it's all thanks to you guys for getting me motivated to do this fucking podcast. So where were we? We were on the idea of, of making those people better by giving more than we think. And it really is like when you give something to somebody, right? Sometimes you hold back. People hold back just a little bit because you don't want to give too much. Look, there is a time where giving too much is bad because they haven't conceptualized the idea that you're conveying anyway. So too much, it could be a detriment, right? But if you give enough that they get it and then you hit it with that big point, that big ticket item, boom, here you go. Then they're like, oh, perfect example. Now I get it. Then you could just be like, are you sure? Ask a question, confirm through the question that they understand, clean it up if you have to, but always give them just a little bit more than you think. Uh, that's the biggest, best piece of advice into coaching, into uh, what we're doing as far as how we're conveying messages. A little more goes a long way because it's that little bit that you may have missed in your earlier description of things. So something simple like foot placement on a movement drill or hand placement on a hand-to-hand -hand combat drill, or head placement in a wrestling drill. Little things like that, right? <clears throat> or where the muzzle line needs to be if you're using an extended hand. All these little things that relate to what I put into the, the Close Contact Gunfighter program can also be how people read, how people understand a message. If you really want to read something and retain it, I read it a little bit slower, and I almost read it out loud in my head which doesn't make sense, right? Out loud in my head. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, you read it almost aloud. 
So like you're, you're forming the words with your tongue instead of just reading in your head. So I'll, something that I really want to stick, though it may slow my reading down a little bit, uh, you know, instead of reading 100 pages, if I read the other way, I read 60, but I retain 60% more than 40% of just the big word material when you speed read and you can read through material pretty quickly if you're skipping all the little words like if, ands, does, buts, right? So that same thing where you can slow down and give them all those little ins and outs as a coach is a huge deal. And people do really appreciate it. And some people learn differently than others. So another big part of being a good coach is understanding your audience. Who's in front of you? Who are you teaching? And how much do they already know about this subject so that you can tune what you're saying to their capabilities, right? Instead of making everything one blanket way, like a lot of people do, just because it, it gets comfortable. You get to know your own material, you get to know your own stuff, and you can just spew it out and remember it. And it, it even sounds memorized if, to, to the right ears. You hear somebody talking, you're like, oh, he's got that memorized. He's probably said that shit a thousand fucking times. Now, if you know your audience, if you see who's moving how, and this is what's really, really, really unique about the, the Rogue Methods programs is some of the initial drills are for me to see how much your body knows about things like balance, uh, how you understand level changes, how you understand the proximity to another human being. <clears throat> All these little things are helping me. And this is what, also why we have small class sizes is I'm able to see each and every one and be like, man, okay, we're going to be working this and this and this because the majority take on this. Some people need a little bit of this. And that's coaching via visual cues, right? So I'm learning about you visually. I'm learning about you as we're having a conversation. Then I'm learning about how you're processing the information and then how you're executing the activities. And if they're, if they're showcasing the way we want them to, then we're doing, okay, I know that that's the way I'm going to deliver the message throughout the day. But if it's not, then I modify the message. I modify how I'm delivering it. Maybe I use a different example. And that's the idea of experience is that with enough experience, you can touch more people, not in a funny way. I, I hear you guys giggling, <laughs> not, in a, not in a weird way, but the more experience that you have, the more broad you can stroke this shit and hit the things that you need to hit because you understand more people. You understand more lifestyles. You understand more cultures. You understand that people do things just a little bit differently in certain regions, right? The vocabulary, the vocabulary that I use in some parts of the country is a little bit different than the vocabulary I use in other parts of the country. But that's because I'm in tune with the people, the public, the people that we're training in that area. If it's all law enforcement, I tend to be more law enforcement specific in the way I, I phrase or term things or the way I put things together for them. If it's more military, it's obviously more military shit. I've had great experiences with both with both the military and law enforcement, the private security sector, same thing. You have to talk to those people a certain way so that they understand that you understand. And now we're both understanding each other and we're tracking on the same fucking page. It's awesome. How you tune into the people that you're trying to help is key. What your message is and that little bit extra, that's another big key point. Give them what you got, make them better. That's the whole premise anyway of coaching, right? And the, there's a definition of the word coaching. And coach, you know how like when we fly on airplanes, there's coach and then there's first class business and so on. The bulk of it is coach <coughs> because the idea of a coach is to transport somebody from one location to another. So when you're a good coach, you're taking somebody from where they were 
to where they want to be. That's the same thing as taking a flight. I want, I'm here, but I want to be over here. So the flight gets you there. So coaching in that regard is that. You're taking people somewhere better. You're helping them get better. You're taking them to the next level. That's your job as a coach. I'll follow up and do more on this. But the important thing to understand is this. If you're going to give somebody something, give them 110%. My dad always taught me if somebody gives you a dollar, you give them two fucking dollars worth. I truly believe that in my product. I believe it in my programs. Uh, everything is within industry standards because I want people to have good choices. I don't want to be outpricing somebody else. I don't want to be underpricing the program over here. I want it to be within the industry, but we're not like the industry. Like I said before, our programs cater to individuals and we want people to grow. I'm infusing the style of leadership that I believe in. I'm infusing the skill building, the drills, the reality-based training. All this gets blended into what Rogue Methods at its core is going to be, and it's to grow people fundamentally so that they can be better for themselves and their family, and everybody benefits from that, and the future just gets better. If we can impact one person, that person does two, and four, and six, and fuck yeah, America's fucking kicking ass all over again, and we have leaders, and we have people willing to help each other. That's what we need. That's what I'm after. That's what Rogue Methods is. Coaching is something super valuable to me. Uh, being an instructor is whatever. Instructors just kind of read through stuff and teach you material. But coaches take you from one place and they take you to the place that you want to be from where you were. Coaching is so fucking important. Our material covers coaching styles. Uh, people don't even know it, but throughout the day, they're learning to be part of a team. They're learning to be good at being part of a team. Then they're learning to apply a little bit of leadership, a little bit of mentoring, a little bit of coaching, a whole shit ton of high fives. People walk away with a better sense of communication training, training their own programs, what they need for themselves. Like it's a change of a lifestyle almost uh, more than it is just, hey, come learn some material or come learn some some of this or some of that. It's a whole style of being, right? And you can take it or leave it. I'm not force feeding anybody anything ever. That's not my style. I just want to give you the best and then you decide what's best for you. That's the way I like to teach. That's the way I like to live life. If you give people options, they will make better decisions for themselves. A company motto of ours, options over opinions. There's a shit ton of opinions. Who gives a shit? But the options that you create for yourself are going to be those decisions that you stand behind and that you fucking commit. And then you're able to win and do the things that you wish you were doing because now you have those options that afford you the luxuries to make fucking awesome decisions and do your best for yourself and the people around you. Awesome, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Again, follow us on Instagram. Send us a subscribe to the email list. That's a huge one. I'm trying to do at least two emails a month, for sure one email a month, just filling you in, getting you caught up on stuff that 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 I believe in as far as like, like health and fitness and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, subscribe to the newsletter on the rogue-methods.com website. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on um Am I on Facebook? I don't know. I'll have to set up a Facebook thing. <laughs> Sidetracks. I love you guys. Have a great fucking day. Do cool shit. Be good to others. And just fucking excel at everything that you want to excel at. Leave nothing on the fucking table. You deserve better. Hell yeah. I believe in you. Take care.